Oh, mate. Jason Ellis reminding you to go to onnit.com slash Ellis to get all the supplements that they've already had, but they also have new Alpha Brain Black. It's got some caffeine in there. Get you large and charging. I don't really know what that means. Just go to onnit.com slash Ellis, get a discount, and they'll know that you came because you listened to the show. Respect. Also, uh, if you go to cool-ven.com, you'll see on their website they have these delightful little coolers where you can keep stuff cool and a heating pad in a separate section on top to heat up stuff or keep it warm. I don't know. They just can do it. So if you go to cool-ven.com, use code Ellis, get yourself a discount. And then my friends at Lean Feast, go to leanfeast.com. You'll see the website where they have all the different locations and choose from whatever location. You can even go to one and get it yourself or you can have them deliver uh, prepared meals to your liking at your door. Big freezer thing. You put it in the fridge and you pop it in the microwave. It's easy, clean, living, fast and convenient and get, helps get you in shape. Leanfeast.com. Once again, code Alice. Thanks, guys. Everybody, welcome to the show. We're back and we have a guest. We don't usually have guests. If we do have a guest, it's somebody that you guys know because it's like Jason Ellis Show family because you want to keep it the Jason Ellis Show. Oh, I don't want to learn things. I'm going to change the channel. This one's going to stretch you a little bit. We're going to have a guest that we don't know. I know his name is Patricio. That's all I know. I know that he's trans. So he was born a, le- a woman and now he is a man. And as you can see, you would not fucking know that. And he is a boxer to the level of professional, correct? Yes, that's correct. And you were a boxer your whole life, or is this a new thing? Uh, No, it's definitely not new. It's been over 20 years with the sport. So I think I started when I was about 16 years old. I'm a little bit older than I look. How does a 16-year-old girl get into boxing? Or how did you transition? Sorry, I don't know. Yeah. Let, let, let me do a little bit of, first of all, Patricio uh, Manuel, welcome to the show. Thank and you. Get up on the mic just a little bit oh, more to make sorry. sure everybody can hear you. You can turn it at your face. So too. I'm not like slouching, like I'm not used to this complete like professional setup. I'm doing everything on Zoom at this point. We've got you completely bamboozled. This is not professional at all. If you, turn, <laughs> if you twist this metal thing, it'll hold the mic, like it'll get it stiffer there. Maybe Michael, you could do it. Just like, if you, I have no idea what I'm doing. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you'll be okay. Wait, there we go. There it we looks go. like you got it okay. Is it good? Yeah, good. Yep, just so. as long as you, if you can hear yourself pretty well in the headphones, then you're doing great. Okay. 
I can hear myself. You're good. Terrific, terrific. So we were talking about, you know, there's the issue of transgender athletes in the Olympics, and we were having a conversation about that that was going in a a bunch of different directions. This is a couple weeks ago, and we were talking about how it seems like we're hearing more about male-to-female athletes. And I said, and I just said, said, I really haven't heard so much about the people moving in the opposite direction. I literally went home that day, went on ESPN.com, saw the extensive profile about you and I forwarded around and that started the conversation, the text conversation that led us to talking to you right now. So I know a little bit more, but everything that I know is based on that profile. I don't know that everyone who's ever been profiled by a major publication feels like they have been represented accurately. So I don't want to assume I know a whole bunch of stuff about you because I read one article on ESPN.com. But yes, um, a a storied amateur boxing career, an Olympic hopeful, injuries, circumstances before the decision to transition. That's about the long and the short of it, right? Yeah, that is. Yeah, you sound, I'd say I'm, I'm done then. I don't need to sum up the rest of my Thank life. You. I don't want to make, I hate that you waste your time coming, coming all the way from <laughs> that, that hour and 45 minutes coming down in traffic <laughs> just for that. But beautiful house to see. <laughs> uh, so, okay, you're boxing to the point of a professional as a woman. That were, are you, were you gay? Uh, I mean, the thing is actually for my whole identity is like I have always been a man. I was a, a boy even when people were mislabeling me. That's how I always internally felt ever since I was a little kid. But you weren't you didn't tell anybody to refer to you as that. You were just like, I, I feel like I'm a man. It's just I'm obviously in a woman's body. Yeah. I mean, I think this is the thing like when when you're a little when you're a really little kid and you start saying things and the rest of the world's like you're wrong, like everything is wrong. So. I learned to just be like, okay, I'm just going to go with the limited options that I have and keep it down deep inside of me. Shit. And it wasn't until I lost my Olympic dreams where I was like, you know, basically, fuck this. I can't live this anymore. So even as a kid, you were expressing to the adults in your life, parents or your mom or whatever, like, I think I'm a boy. Yeah. I mean, ever since I was little, like really, really little. And it's, it's as soon as you go into school, you know, it's like preschool automatically. They're like, nope, you go in this line. I would go go with, be with the boys. And they were like, no, you're wrong. Go into this line. And I was a little kid that, you know, I, I wanted to do the right things. I was, I was pretty much a good little kid. So I was like, okay, I have to go do these things. But if you saw me playing, I was like stereotypical, right? Always with the little boys, always doing the things that boys were doing. I was always with them, like the one quote unquote girl with all the boys, because that's who I was. That's how I felt. And I think, you know, Kids are are pretty smart. Like they saw me too as just being another boy with them. Yeah. You know, it's funny, just this weekend, my daughter turned three and I have an older son and we were talking about the gendering of kids and how we, my wife and I tried to parent sort of in a general neutral way. My son was just, give him something with wheels and he was, rah, 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 rah. my daughter, we literally, she went and got her a mani-pedi in a princess dress. Mm-hmm. And it's just so funny. Kids... We try to, as enlightened parents, like uh, ex- ex- expose them to this whole range of options. Kids pretty aggressively silo themselves according to to gender. Yeah, th- they'll figure it out. And then they there may be that kid that's even like, I'm a boy who is totally fine with that identity and doing things that are completely different than what boys are doing. Right. You know, I mean, there's just so much diversity, yeah, for, sure. for lack of a better term, of just people's likes and choices and all these things. And like, how do we just let people be free to pick whatever they want without immediately throwing labels at them and forcing them into really, really narrow boxes? Yeah. If you had, if you met, if you didn't make it into the Olympics, but you got close, why not still have a professional boxing career as a female? Uh, I mean, you know, for me, it just, it's not who I was. Like every time I heard someone say, 
female boxing, women boxing, like there was a part of me that just cringed inside. Oh, shit. And I'm someone who's, I'm really upfront. Like I, I really respect honesty and authenticity more than anything. And here I was actually living a lie yeah. every time that I didn't say something when someone called me a woman or called me a female boxer. And, you know, I love boxing. This is a sport that saved my life. Like I was, I got involved in boxing when I was about 16, right in the peak of puberty. I was going through just a terrible time, really felt like I wasn't even in my body anymore. I was just watching myself go through the motions of life. And it was really the sport itself that brought me back into being present and also made me feel like I had some control of myself mm -hmm. in a time where I, I didn't feel like I had in control. And I couldn't be the man who I've always wanted to be and the man that I felt myself to be unless I continued to be a man in boxing. So when you transitioned, did you leave boxing and transition and then come back to boxing or were you boxing the whole time? Nope, I never left. Right. I never left the entire time. So that would have been at one point to be at your level of boxing and then to transition, which means you would be on testosterone, correct? Yep, that's correct. Which would mean that you would start to find yourself being a better boxer, stronger, have like more cardio, or is that not true? What is uh, What are the benefits that you got when you for just for being an athlete? When it comes from transitioning from a female to male with uh, the testosterone. A lot more muscle. <laughs> I would say that. Like, I definitely, I fight in a similar weight bracket that I used to before, but it's way easier to make weight as a male athlete than a female athlete. Let me just say that. Um, literally Why every- uh, it. I think that fat was held on to more when you're in a more estrogen dominant uh, body. Yeah. Now I'm not. And it's, it's, I can cut 10 pounds and not be a problem before it would be a struggle. And that was the first thing all the uh, female boxers I had been around before, they asked me, like, is making weight different? I was like, oh, yeah, it's different. And they were like, I told my coach it's different. It's harder. Wow. Well, you, I mean, there's boobs to begin with. And then just women naturally being curvier, you're saying? And holding fat. Like, hold on to more say, fat. Fat holds on to more water. It's way, way easier to boobs purge. Boobs help. Dude. Like, they drain them. Oh, yeah, right, right. A lot right, of girls, right. their boobs go flat when they cut weight. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, it's a different, uh, it's, it's, a, I, I luckily didn't have that much trouble as a female athlete before, but it is definitely a lot easier now. I know you lean a lot on your overhand, right? It must've been awesome to just all of a sudden get a lot more powerful. Yeah, it definitely felt good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, definitely felt good being able to connect with, you know, I have more mass behind me now, yeah. you know, I have more mass. I feel more explosive. Um, but at the same time, I have all this pedigree from being like an elite level female athlete where I was, I, you know, I fought and beat a number of the women who went to the Olympics and, you know, that, that type of experience of the different styles, throw that in with also the, the effects of my body changing as well. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm some trouble <laughs> as a boxer, you know, I've got how no is that? saying that. How is it with men when you're sparring men, you like now that you're all test your test is up there to equal, like you're, are you as strong as a, another man your size? I hope I'm not being insulting, man. I'm trying to just get, I want to know more and more. I can't get answers. Yeah. I keep asking people, people ask me about Olympic lady weightlifter from New Zealand. I'm like, I don't see how the Olympics would let you in if you had testosterone levels that were twice as high as every female. Oh, that's the thing is like around, I'll do a, a brief aside before answering your question in terms of what trans women are having to navigate and Laurel Hubbard. The IOC is not a progressive organization for anyone that's known it. They are not looking to give anyone any sort of benefit. Actually, trans women have more restrictions on the testosterone than non-trans women. 
So they have to be within a way lower range than what would even be like natural, for example. Well, sorry to interrupt you, but people have seen with the, the recent example of people disqualified for marijuana. Yeah. So people are maybe less familiar with all of the ins and outs of you know, hormone replacement, whatever. Weed. You yeah. just see what happens to people who smoke weed. Yeah, exactly. That's, weed. That's, that's, so that's the IOC for you. They're going to let trans athletes go on that when literally you're like, oh, there's a little bit of weed in your system and they disqualify you, you know? So right. IOC is not, not looking to do trans athletes any sort of favors in allowing them to compete. And they've also had the option to compete since I think like 2004. You know, this isn't new. This right. is just the first time that people are seeing trans athletes in the Olympics. What makes a great headphone, a great earbud? Is it some musician that you like endorsed them or made them? Is it they come in awesome packaging? No, you moron. It's <laughs> about buying a product <laughs> from one of the industry leaders for 75 years. We're here to talk to you about Sennheiser for the past 75 years. Other companies have been doing all sorts of crazy things. People who are making earbuds now weren't even born when Sennheiser was putting sound First, and that's why we're here to talk to you about the new Momentum True Wireless 2s. They deliver the best listening experience known on planet Earth. They've got the free smart control app. They've got noise cancellation. You want to talk about long lasting? I'm not talking about earbuds that last all day. I'm talking about a 28-hour battery life. That's more than all day. And if earbuds are not what you're after, after there's all sorts of other Fine Sennheiser products. No wonder CNET called the Momentum True Wireless 2's clearly superior sound quality to the AirBods Pro. That's right. We're calling them out. Sennheiser are cooler. They're better. Better. You'll know the first time you stick them in your ear. Hey, they didn't tell you to call people a moron, did they? Uh, no, I took that upon myself. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I would say that you'd be silly because they're the first ones I've ever used where uh, they don't fall out of my head, even if I, uh, even if I box. Not against people, but I hit, I can hit the heavy bag and they don't fall out of my ear. Great sound, awesome. and they don't fall out of your ear. Why settle for anything less than great sound? Come hear the difference with Sennheiser right now for our first 100 listeners who go to Sennheiser.com slash podcast and use promo code Ellis. You'll receive 15% off the Momentum True Wireless 2 earbuds or any of their other amazing headphones. That's 15% off when you go to S-E-N-N-H-E-I-S-E-R.com slash podcast and use our promo code Ellis. We've met a lot of interesting and strange people in our radio and podcasting journeys. Never met a single person that enjoyed debt. debt well said, Kevin. Tough to get out of. And uh, luckily, we've got somebody who can help you out. That's right. We're talking about Upstart, the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. We all know that feeling, whether it's that envelope that comes from your credit card company that you're dreading opening, whether it's the app that you're dreading opening in your phone because you're going to see just how high your balance is on your credit card or just how low your balance is in your bank account. It doesn't need to be that way. You can consolidate all that high interest debt into one low interest personal loan completely online. Find out uh, how, to, how do you upstart it? it wow. Jason Ellis just firing it up. Large in charge. Find out how to upstart, how upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash Ellis. That's my name, E L L I S. That's upstart.com slash Ellis. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you, mate. Uh, loan amounts will determine, sorry, will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information prov provided in your loan application. 
Go to upstart.com slash Ellis. There's a certain group of people in America that have latched on to beating the trans community as if they're part of the uh, vaccinated mask world. I don't know how it happened, but I'm sorry, but it just seems like a lot of people that are red T-shirt wearing people are like, yeah, and what's with these trans people? And I'm like, wait, what? how the fuck did you just... You don't trust the vaccine. Great. But where the fuck did the gay people get? Like, what? How did you pull them out and be like, yeah, and we've got to stop these trans people. I'm like, it's like a number of seemingly unrelated beliefs. But if I know you feel really strongly in one way about one of them, I can kind of guess the way you're going to feel about five other things. Which I just wish it, man, I wish somebody could explain to me how they tie in together without me thinking, you just hate gay people. You hate different people. You just don't like anybody that's different. And you're like, whoa. Trans people are in the Olympics. We got to stop that. Women are never going to compete again. I don't. Do you really? Is that true? Because I haven't seen that. You know, I know that one person from New Zealand didn't make it to the Olympics because that lady made it to the Olympics. I mean, the lady that made it to the Olympics, she doesn't have the world record. She's not going to mm-hmm. win. She's not even going to get a. Fu- Sorry, maybe she will get a medal, <laughs> but she's not the. She's not crushing all other females. It's not. And everyone's like, we got to stop her. I'm like, I feel like you. Sh- I don't want to point at what it's why you're doing it, but I definitely don't think that it's a positive to put a lot of energy into stopping trans people from competing in the Olympics, as you state, as you said. And I and I do hear a lot of bullshit. You know, like I see people just on the on media going, and she she transitioned when she was 34, so she's still a man. And I'm like, there's no way the Olympics. You know, I know like enough from MMA, like the the uh, USADA and stuff. You can't yeah. fucking cheat. I mean, if you're doing it like Lance Armstrong style, then maybe you'll finagle something. But you can't just have twice the testosterone as anybody. You can't just have like all your stats just show up as you're twice as strong as everybody. They don't fucking let that happen. Like you just said, there's no weed. Right. And weed, I'm a weed smoker. It doesn't help. Well, come to think of it, if you hate cheating so much, I don't remember anyone getting nearly as angry about Lance Armstrong. And he was a pure American hero. Everyone had those dumb bracelets, whatever they were supposed to. And <laughs> the Live Strong, I think. Yeah, right, right, exactly. You know, actually, I want to take that back. I think that or- Those were great wristbands. I, well, I think they're terrible wristbands, but I think the organization really did yeah. do yeah. So much so that he was like, I need to step away because they're doing great stuff there and I'm go. dragging them down now. But there's somebody who truly- Pulled the wool over everyone's eyes. Didn't he also mention, Michael, that half of or more than half of his competitors were also doping? Which I, means look, the I've, whole bike scene that you love were all cheating. Yeah. I've quoted this thing so many times I may have it wrong at this point, but it was at the 88 Olympics with Ben Johnson and Carl Lewis and Ben Johnson from Canada got popped. And later on, they tested the same samples like 20 years later with more sophisticated testing. And like the entire field was cheating. Right. The guy who won was just the guy who got who got. But, but that is, I don't want to use excuse to... But the fact still remains is uh, if you were higher, if you did have advances in the body that were clearly uh, advancing you to beat uh, natural born women, then I would be like, look, you can still go lift weights, but I don't think it's fair that you compete against these people. Just like if I I do testosterone because I'm 49 and I've, I've got low testosterone from being a dickhead my whole life. So now I do more. If I did more and had a pro fight and I fucking turned it up a little bit and they were like, hey, man, your test is like, you know, two point something higher than the average person. You are fucking out of the fight. I'd be like, yes, 
I unfortunately agree because I understand the rules. So I don't understand the the heat when every, everyone gets so bummed out about these people competing. I just, I, I feel like it's a, uh, I, I don't have the facts. I'm not a scientist. I can't read your, te- I can't even read my own testosterone. Well, that's the thing is, I, you know, every time I'm on like panels or discussing, I ask people, have you had your chromosomes tested? Have you had your hormones tested? No one raises their hand. Right. No one says anything. I have, and I still don't understand it. Yeah. I mean, like, same. I'm like, I get mine right. I yeah. know that I'm within the the quote unquote normal ranges, right, but that's... what's even that? It's like 250 to like a <laughs> thousand. Okay. You know, you know a little bit more than me then. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I asked the doctor, am I in a normal range? Yes. Good. See you next time. Yeah, I have to because then someone's going to be like, well, you're cheating because of this. And I'm like, don't you even understand? Like you said, you're on TRT. Yeah. I'm on, we're on the same things. Yeah. We're literally on the same things. Right. We're on the same thing. It, it's no different. Same thing with trans women, except for now they have to really, really super monitor to make sure their testosterone doesn't pass a certain, certain threshold. And you have to remember that IOC is even disqualifying women who have natural testosterone that is higher to a range that they have declared is what it is. Whoa! Like, like a genetic passport kind of thing? Like they've established that is their real baseline? Yeah, they've Wait, established- Wait, even if it's naturally high, you're yeah. cut. Castro Semenya was a very famous one. They just also uh, cut out two 400-meter sprinters. This happened during the same time as Richardson's weed, and to me, was the most alarming thing. I think they were from, uh, I could be wrong, from Nambia, they said that they they don't qualify as women because their testosterone was too high. And it's only the 400, I think it's the 400 to 800 meters. You can be 200 meters and you can have higher testosterone as a woman, they'll allow it. 400 to 800, they don't allow it. Like these these rules, if you read them, they're fucking wild. Like who made these decisions and who is also saying this is the range that we think normal women should be. And there's literally women existing outside that and they're disqualifying them. They lost their Olympic dreams. Castro Semenya should have won gold. She's not allowed to run. Like, this no, is I didn't. Wild. I didn't follow that closely at the time. No, what that means when you say that name, I remember hearing stuff about ambiguous genitalia. Are we? Sh- and I have that's everything that I know was there was some real dispute about is this person, um, uh, is is this person a woman? Like, what do you know the facts of that? Better yeah. Than I do? So basically, Casamenya, uh, very well known uh, South African uh, 800 meter sprinter. So I think of, I'm trying to remember the range was it like 2012. I think it was around that time. Basically, a woman who lost just said that's not a woman, yeah. and that resulted in the testing. That already shouldn't have happened. Someone shouldn't be able to say I don't think that person's a woman. You have to test her. That should have stopped it right then. They went and they did. Uh, chromosomal testing on her and found that Casamania is actually intersex. Right. And they released it, which also is a violation of HIPAA. You can't release someone's medical, medical privacy. What's intersex? You're half a man, half a woman? Uh, that is a very, very uh, basic <laughs> way of saying it because we just have so much diversity. So people that have basically characteristics that can be assigned to uh, XY chromosome and XX chromosome because there's a whole... There, even Bill Nye has done like an episode showing like how diverse things are. Yeah. You know, like we're not that simple. People think like they want things to be black and white in yeah. life and nothing about this world, not even just humans, but the animal world, anything you look into is ever that basic or ever that black and white. And instead of celebrating the fact that there is so much range and really beauty in the fact that we're all so incredibly different, even though we're all sitting here looking basically the same, like we don't really know what's running under someone's hood, right? People then get threatened by it. People get scared at the option of like, oh, wait, I was raised to believe that there are only men and women 
And people are saying, actually, that's not true. And science is proving that's not true. And people still get scared and dig their heels in and say, this is wrong. Why? Just because you don't understand it, it makes you uncomfortable, doesn't mean that it's unlawful, that it's something that's not supposed to exist when literally everything in this world indicates over and over and over this does exist and has existed for a very long time. Yeah. How long does it take to grow a beard when you first (laughs) start taking tests? Like how long before you got like started, you were like, you woke up and went, holy shit. I wish I just woke up and it was like this. Uh, I have some friends though. Literally, they were like nine months, had a full beard. Me, I, I probably stopped here for like about three years. And then all of a sudden in the fourth, fifth year, this started filling in. I still got what? the patch. Wait, yeah, that's, better four- than, that's better than Kevin. Yeah, yeah I'm, <laughs> I'm almost 40 and I, I still can't connect my sideburns. <laughs> Wait, so a couple of years and then all of a sudden more hair? Yeah, it's just, I, I literally just sent myself through second puberty. So- Who's to say that in another couple of years, another thing doesn't kick in? Oh, I am praying that this will fill out. <laughs> oh, so just one, like patches started to form? Yeah, it just kind of, at first it was just kind of here. I still have a wispy mustache and all of a sudden this just started connecting. Then this was kind of looking really sad. And then all of a sudden it started connecting. So yeah. yeah the size there could use some help. I think you're, you're not giving your mustache enough credit. Yeah, it's a sweet stash. It's a solid stash. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. And you're, because I, if you... So you went bald when you started taking, or did you go bald or not? Oh, yeah. I started, my hair started thinning. But from the testosterone, correct? Yeah. So if you take, if you're, if I take estrogen, maybe my hair grows back? Maybe. You You just have to shampoo it. Only one way to find out. Shampoo estrogen under your scalp. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if, if if ratings get really low, maybe it's time for me to just be a woman and so that people don't hate me. Being honest about being bi and being a guy that punches people and loves a lot of man stuff, a lot of people that followed me for loving a lot of man stuff have found me to be like a, a not as cool now. Because of that, like I kind of let down a lot of people from being open about that stuff. I actually have a story. Somebody messaged my wife <laughs> yesterday and said, uh, why would you listen to her? She's a tattooed, what are you? A tattooed skank, I believe they called me. Yeah, who's married to a fag that drinks blood. And I was like, wow. That's crazy. You haven't drank yeah. blood in years. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> it was, I didn't... Tr- <laughs> I didn't... Re- Kate, when I first da- started dating my wife, she got into some... She would scratch my arms and suck the blood out, and I told the story on the show, and I didn't know that that would be like a thing that would bump people out. <laughs> Like people got mad at me. I'm like, wait, it's not, I didn't, I'm not a vampire. I didn't like, I didn't like, I don't wait. Also, if you were a vampire and it was consensual blood, who cares? Well, that was, it's not, it's, you're wrong. If it's consensual, it's still offensive to a lot of people that want me to live their life. It's, it's a very odd thing to, when people can't see that they're being irritated by me just living my life. Like people call me like this show. I guarantee you someone's going to message me and go, dude, enough you don't even know about politics so shut your fucking mouth and i'm like it's my show yeah like i I, and my show started 20 years ago with ridiculous opinions that's all i am just i think this and you can be like that's ridiculous or hey man didn't think of it that way thank you take whatever you want from it it's still like uh the the just to when people can't see that it's like if i hey metallica Fucking don't play that shit. I like it when you play that shit. Like, 
Why would I DM James Hetfield to tell him that when I know he'd be like, I, I'm, but I'm Metallica. You're, I don't know who the fuck you are. Like, don't tell me how to make my music. This is my music. You know, when people tell me how I should do it, it fucking pisses me off. I'm one of those guys that is not very fashion savvy. I sometimes even get flustered going into a department store, but luckily. I don't know, Matt man. Weldon sometimes I feel like crazy. you got those metal shirts on before anybody even knew those metal shirts were cool. So, <laughs> you know, like people think that you're not cool, but you might be in the future. Yeah, that's me just mailing it in. But right. Mac Weldon, it, it makes it super easy for dum-dums like me to pair an outfit up <laughs> and look good and not spend a ton of dough. Yeah, if you don't know where to buy clothes and you don't know what you should be wearing, leave it all to Mac Weldon. We all love the stuff they've been sending us. I got a delightful pair of swim trunks that I was sporting this past weekend in Palm Springs. You might have heard me. I was lighting up the town in those Mac Weldons. Wow. <laughs> that that town is not big enough for two people wearing those. That's crazy, Michael, to know that you were doing that. Good for you. Uh, by the time this summer, uh, sorry. Buy some time this summer with Mac Weldon Daily Wear System. Uh, 20% off your first order. Visit MacWeldon.com slash Ellis. Enter the promo code Ellis. You don't have to enter that aggressively. Just enter the code Ellis. Uh, that's MacWeldon.com slash Ellis. Promo code Ellis for 20% off Mac Weldon radically efe- efficient wardrobing. Wow, that's cool. Catchy. Easy right. for you to say. Yeah, right. Hey, everybody, we're talking about Sweet Scoop. Sweet Scoop. Sorry. I don't know. I think I said it right. Sweet Scoop. Anyway, uh, kitty litter that is good for kitties. Kitty like the kitty litter. The kitty litter doesn't got any plastic in it, so it's good for the environment. Uh, I have cats, love cats, talk to cats, befriend cats, sleep with cats, always with cats, have cat poo on me several times. This happens in my life. It's, it's just the game. Uh, with Sweet Scoop, they do not drag poopies from the kitty litter because I have a cat that has no arms, so it's not very easy for him. Wait, he has arms, but they're very small. They're stubby, and he has a full-grown tail. So if you do the math, every now and then that tail's going to get in there, and with Sweet Scoop, far less times do I get a poopy tail brushed across (laughs) my chest in the morning. This is this this is the life I've chosen. I'm okay with it. So anyway, uh, this is a really great product, and of course, as I said, environmentally f- uh, friendly. That's right. So if you're stuck between litter that works and litter that's pet and planet friendly, eat Sweet Scoop doesn't make you choose. Go to SweetScoop.com to get a five dollar off coupon and find a retailer near you. That's S W H E A T Scoop.com. Respect to my kitties. Yeah, and this is, but I'll continue to do this because I just want to know. I, as a guy that supports a trans community, I don't know. I don't have enough. I just had a discussion at a dinner with I won't say his name, but you know, like, what is the deal with trans people being in the Olympics? And I said, look, I don't. I feel like it's a little bit of a. It seems like everyone's negative towards it for reasons besides athletical ability. I feel like there's a little hint of. You just don't want them to be there because they're attached to this thing that you don't like. They're in the LGBT, you know, people don't like the LGBTQ community. They don't, it's too many words, too many letters, too confusing. Where the fuck? Now they're going to be in the bathroom. Like it's all these little things that uh, people have said that link, that make it look bad. 
But I, I wish you could all just let your friends go and if you're listening to this and see if there's real cheating going on. Are they really fucking females out of it? Is testosterone, estrogen, is it? does it make a difference at all? Or are we all just cheats? Are they just a bunch of people that are like, I couldn't make it as a, as a, as a man or, or now I'm going to be a girl? Which is no one. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> like, that example. Absolutely, right. like no one. I mean, like if you understand what it is to be a trans person in particular, like a trans woman in this world, that is not something you're like, oh, I think this is going to help me out in sports. Well, like, I think no everybody, doing that. everybody can understand whatever predominantly males who are going to listen to this or watch this. Ask yourself if you or any one of your buddies would have become a female to win the state championship in high school of basketball. In it, your heart of hearts, would you truly have made that commitment? And it doesn't Not count. Not one would do that. It yeah. doesn't count if your friend's drunk right now. Yeah. He's like, I fucking totally would. Yeah, you no, he, he would. wouldn't. When it gets to the chopping block, no, he wouldn't. Right. Like you have had your breast removed, right? Yeah, we call it top surgery. So it's a top surgery specifically. So a gender confirming surgery. Was I out of line saying that? Yeah, because they won't. I don't consider them like my boobs got cut off. <laughs> so See, I'm fucking up. But don't take it as an insult. Just learn. I'm like, okay, shit, say top surgery. My wife constantly schools me on talking to some of her. I'm like, how's she doing? He's like, that's how he's doing. I'm like, well, he was a girl like six months ago. So fucking give me a second. So I'm I'm trying and I see how other people that are uh, even more uh, less educated than I am with it, how they can be like, I don't fucking get it. And then they're insulting you. Like I, I like I did. If this was just us at a bar, and I said that, would you immediately think to yourself, "Oh, great, here we go"? I mean, I feel like in boxing, I'm so used to it at this point. Like, and and I say this like completely as me, because people will be like, "Well, that means I can say this to that trans person." No, every trans person's different. Of course, yeah. like for me myself, I'm not particularly sensitive. Like, I'm also used to talking and uh, educating people who've never had any access to this type of information. Right, so I wouldn't me, ask you these questions at a bar. I'm asking you because we're on a podcast and I want to learn and you agreed to come on to help us understand the trans community better. So obviously I probably might be thinking that I'd like to ask a few questions if you were there, but I, um, you know, for me, it's, I, I, I'm a, I just want them. I just want the knowledge. I, and I, and I, I'm not a big reader. So if you tell me, this is going to totally sink in. I'm getting you're my book. So tell me. And if I'm, and if I'm incorrect, I would love for you to check me on that. That's a lot of pressure, by the way, on me. They're like, well, I'm oh, gonna get, <laughs> you're not the only, you're not the only guy. I'm going to get a lot of other stuff from everyone. I'm, I'm, I'm gathering information. I wanted to ask you about that. Some people know that they represent a community that's beyond just themselves and they embrace that, but that's not everybody. If it were me, I find it hard enough to lead my own life without being asked to speak on behalf of, I don't know, straight white dudes or people from New Jersey or whatever. People from Australia. Right, exactly. Do, do, how, how, how much, obviously you have embraced it, but how much in your heart do you embrace it and how much do you wish that you just could only deal with your own life and not have to speak for a community. Yeah, I feel like there was a time, especially in 2019, where I was like resentful yeah. of it, you know, of like having to represent, I would say multiple communities. I'm not just trans, like right. I'm a mixed race black person on top of that. And like, where do you get, just get to be a person? And that's part of the dehumanization that ends up happening is like, I just become only seen as these very interesting and parts that do make up who I am as a person. But, you know, it's one single issue. Like, I've got a bunch of other things going on. There's a bunch of other things I would like to talk about in life. 
Um, but, you know, I've really come to realize, like, this is a privilege, too, that I get to be in spaces that usually trans people never get to be a part of. Right. And like, what do I want my impact to be? And what do I want my legacy to be? And I don't want my legacy to be pe what things people say about me being labeled as like the first. I don't really care about any of that stuff. Like for me, legacy is like, how does by knowing me and being in relationship with me change another person's life so that they not only maybe learn something about themselves, but also open up space to learn things about other people. And if I can do that in spaces where a lot of other trans people don't feel safe, then I feel like that is my obligation. And that's an obligation that I'm actually comfortable doing. So for me, I had to just reframe it a little bit yep. to really... I, I'd say gain some power over what's happening as opposed to just being labeled like this trans activist. Cause I'm like, I'm not an activist. You know, I'm in movement spaces. I'm around movement people and organizers. I'm really just a loud mouth that has a lot of opinions and really has a sense of what is right or wrong. So for me to be able to come in here and build it, to share and tell stories and talk, like I, I consider this is my work. Yeah. That's fair. I think it's that's a that's a good. I'm glad you feel that way. So let's talk about you've had issues finding opponents. You you had a, a a pro boxing match, but even leading up to that, you had trouble finding people to to fight. What do you make of people who have issues fighting you? Now, I, I honestly, we've talked so many times over the years, but we have these this joke boxing event where we literally talked about, well, what about if you fought a woman and stuff like that? Like, I thought about fighting women so much more than anybody else ever has, but I understand other people that's it like- That so awesome, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I literally never stop thinking about fighting women. <laughs> He's like, okay, cool. Like, if I were- if, if, no, I, I, Come I, to the right show, I guess. Here's why, here's why I, 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 I say this. Like, if, if I were- a boxer I would have I've already thought about and I, I know you're not a woman but I just because of your journey in life I would have no issue let's get in the ring you're one warrior to a warrior I knock you out you knock me out that's great I understand there's some people who don't want to fight you for frankly pretty terrible reasons but there, there must also be some people who don't want to fight you because they're just they're good natured people who just aren't as far along in their journey of understanding the full complexity of what the human possibilities are the kind of stuff you were talking about earlier what do you make of your inability to find opponents yeah you know i i've really come to the place where i'm like i don't know what people are thinking yeah. you know i'm like i can i can spend a lot of time theorizing why someone does something or not uh you know i think for the fact matter that is the boxing community i'm in i'm in gyms with other pro fighters sparring regularly hard sparring with other professional boxers no one treats me any different you know i feel like it's not even about people being good natured. I don't think that at all. I think it's more about people are concerned what other people are going to say. Right. That is the concern because it's all those people who have never even stepped foot in a boxing gym, who've never even thrown a punch in a fight. They're the ones saying- They get the opinions out of everybody, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, if, if honestly the, the rest of the world would be like, okay, he's another consenting adult right. who wants to go in the ring. This is another consenting adult. I don't, I don't think there'd be a problem at all. And, yeah. you know, I really don't think there would be an issue. It's, it's all the other pressures from other people. And right. people are, most people are so sensitive, concerned about what someone's going to think about them. Right. Yeah. My wife and I were talking about this last night. We knew you were coming by, obviously. And that's what I was saying is if it's Sunday morning at a boxing gym and the person has the full set of facts in front of them, a lot of them wouldn't care, but they would care when all of a sudden it's going to be this thing people are going to talk about on social media. You lost to somebody who used to be a woman or you, uh, or, you know, used to be seen as a woman or you beat somebody. 
you can't really win with those people who are going to criticize you for that. Maybe in your life, some crazy aunt or uncle or something, plus the people you'd hear from on your social media. You you already answered it with the people that don't fight have the the biggest problem because if you're a fighter, you've you've lost thousands mm-hmm. of times. You fucking soft cocks. That's why you're bitching because you don't know what it's like to put it on the line and lose. That's fighting. You just think like the guy that's got the belt has just spent his whole life knocking everybody out. No, we all got beat. Like uh, inspiring and fucking the 10 years before you became the best. People people have beaten the shit out of me. I have lost embarrassingly thousands of times. So if I lose a fight in front of you guys, like I'm fighting this comedian guy my last fight. I'm I'm old, you know, and this guy's younger than me, but he's not as good as I am. And everyone's like, man, if you lose to him, how, how are you, you, you're going to be so ruined? I'm like, no, I won't. Like, you guys are fucking soft. Will I be bummed out on the day? Fuck yeah, I'll be devastated. But I'm a fighter. Like, I lose. Not the greatest fighter in the world. I'll fucking hold my head up high. I'll fight. I'll, and if you're going to finish me, it's going to be fucking a long night for you because I don't quit. You're going to have to break me. And I know that about myself. So I don't need social media to be like, man, you fucking lost. What's it like to lose? I'm like, it's it's, fun. it's life. Like uh, skateboarding taught me that. And fighting is an even bigger lesson of that. And people, that that's why we did Alice Mania because you all, all you yap yaps on Twitter need to have a fight so that you can understand what it's like. And if you know what, if you lose the first one, that's even better for you because you need to get beaten. You need to understand that being beat down in, phys- in a physical fight, organized, not like where you can someone can poke your eye out and you have like permanent damage, is you'll be tired, you can't breathe, you're scared, you're nervous, you're losing, and then you keep going or you get finished. It's a, f- it's a thing that we all run from our whole lives. But when you do it and go through it, you find out it's not that bad. Yeah, and I think that's why I have so much respect actually in the boxing community because anyone who steps in that ring, there you go. automatic respect. Mm-hmm. Like, that is not easy. There's a reason why boxing is rated as the hardest sport in the world. And we all know. When you see that person commit to it, you know it because you you never forget how terrified you were the first time you started Yeah, and I lost people. my first three fights, too, in a row. Like, no I, way. Oh, yeah, Wait, yeah. Th- at, when you were a girl, when you first started at 16? My female fight, yeah. I, I lost, like, my first fight, I got stopped in, like, 30 seconds. You got slapped. Did you yep. go down or does it? No, I, did. I just got overwhelmed. Oh my God. So the, <laughs> the ref called it and you were just like, what's happening? Yeah, it was at a time there was no open or novice. So open is like when you have 10 or more fights in the amateurs and novice is when you're like oh, zero to 10. No. They had no for female fighters. You got an animal. I was 16 years old. So I just made the cutoff for the 17 to 34 year old. Oh, versus a, I think she was 32 year old with 26 <laughs> fights. Oh my God. I, I have been boxing like three months. Oh my. And my coach didn't even show up for that fight. I got overwhelmed in like 30 oh seconds. That's, That's a it. big division. Yeah, that was a big difference. 34? Yep. Yep. His coach didn't show up. That's real fighting. Like yeah. people think they see the Conor McGregor's and, oh, he's so good. I was watching him. He's excellent. In real fighting, nobody cares. Like, Wait, how does a 30 year, someone in their 30s feel about fighting a legally defined child? Oh, that a win is a win. Yeah, as I was say, she was probably feeling real good. Yeah, I mean, there's, really? certain, there's certain people, but if you're in the amateur ranks, if you agreed, if you put headgear in and get in there, they don't care. They're Look, I'm a, I'm a pussy, so I'm I, I would say the majority of 16 year olds and 17 year olds could probably beat me up. Okay. Well, the but, other thing is, is there's 16 year olds out there that could wipe the floor with the person that oh, beat yeah. them up. Yeah, there's some badass 16 yeah. year olds that have been fighting so since he, they were eight years she old. She might have thought. 
sure, this person looks very young, but that doesn't mean you're not going to be good in boxing. Yeah, and you never know. know. The, the fact of the matter in, in boxing or any combat sport, even if someone doesn't look that good, they can have a, a, a silly-ass style. Yep. They catch you with one good that's shot. Right. That's it. It does not matter. If you don't respect your opponent, you shouldn't be fighting. I don't Even know. I couldn't see. I couldn't see myself going to the bar afterwards. And be like, you guys see how I whipped that child's ass? Uh, look, I'm gonna beat up Luis J. Gomez, and he's basically an infant compared to me. <laughs> and after I beat his ass, I'm totally gonna celebrate. You fucking asshole. He's almost forty, or maybe yeah, he is yeah. forty already. So, Patricia, what's going on with your pro career? So, you got a fight from Golden Boy. That seemed like it was really kind of. Out of nowhere, and uh, w when you were having trouble even getting amateur fights, all of a sudden you had a red carpet rolled out for you. That seems like an overall very positive experience you had with Golden Boy. Yeah, it, it was really great. And um, a complete respect to Golden Boy Promotions, Austin La Jolla, and in particular Eric Gomez, who is the uh, president. Basically, Eric Gomez reached out to me. There was a LA Times story that had come out in, I think it was 2017, because they followed me through my transition and had a story because they had followed me prior to my transition when I was going for the Olympics. So I already had that relationship with them. He saw the story and was like, you deserve every opportunity that everyone has. So he was in my corner the entire time. Now, what has been the story of my career is shortly after he contacted me, I uh, tore the ligaments in my thumb and broke my thumb. Uh, <laughs> fuck. You know, which has been like, same thing happened in 2019. I was having fights coming up. Eye infection completely swelled my eyes shut up the week before, or the week of the fight. Uh. And then... When I was going to have another fight in the summer, my hip went out. <laughs> what do you mean out? Like I have, um, I have a hip impingement I found out about on some and labral tears. Yeah. So I threw out my back because of the hip injury oh. and was like bedridden. Wait, right so what kind of fucking surgery is that? I'm not having surgery. I didn't have surgery. How I the fuck it. do you, wait, rehab what? How? I, I rehabbed everything else around this, released it and just strengthened everything back up. And it's 100%. It's way better than what it's been for years. Can you do sprints? Yep, I can run. I just got back into running during the pandemic, actually. That's inspirational to me because I've got hip and back, all kinds of things. And, and I'm trying lot. to run for this fight. And it is, it's, I have to pick like a certain way to run, a certain amount of time to run, or I'm going to be ruined to train the next day. Yeah, I can't, just I can't be run like, every day anymore either. Right. Like, there's no way yeah. I could do that. Yeah. I would be like, if I do three days a week, it's like, yeah, I'm everywhere I go, four. I waddle, you know? Yeah. I'm like, oh, cardio's up, but this whole area is sore. You know, it doesn't it doesn't go away. Yeah, I'll I'll let you know. There's there's a particular uh, fascia guy I worked with, uh, Coach Chong, and he I worked with What's him. What's a fascia? Fascia. It's uh like basically all the the stuff that's over the muscle they used to get rid of. They found out that actually it's really important and it ties all the the muscles together. So yeah. he works on that stuff particularly. Does he have like a blade? Uh, no, he doesn't. He, I used him online actually, and he was showing me exercises, like stretches and shit. Yeah, like strength and work. Like, oh, wow. it's all foot stuff. And it helped. Oh, yeah. Big time. Man, right. I just hear about you about plantar fasciitis. Yeah. And I and I had that in my right foot always because of my hip. I don't have it anymore. Oh, I got to. Yeah. Send I'll, I'll send guy. you his yeah, info. Yeah. yeah. yeah he's yeah, a great fascist. Fuck, sure bro. Yeah. <laughs> that had to be said. <laughs> so, so oh, go ahead. So what what's going on with Golden Boy? This story made it sound like the ESPN story. Like you had the fight. You won the fight. You got injured. Pandemic but now Golden Boy wouldn't even answer an email from ESPN about you. So what's going on? Are they giving you another fight? I mean, possibly. We haven't reached out to them yet. I mean, basically what we've been doing, boxing's been shut down. This has been weird. Sure. Uh, like our gym, we still can't even have sparring in it. We have to go to other places to spar because we, we trained at a city gym. 
Uh, so basically, we just been training, uh, and I knew I had a ton of stuff to do this summer in particular. Unfortunately, and fortunately, because I am the person that people come to for trans issues, um, I got to be a part of like some really amazing projects that I felt were really, really important. So for me, I've been training, I've been sparring, I've been doing all those things, but it's still the focal point has been working on these things, uh, in particular working with uh, Uninterrupted, which is LeBron James and Maverick Carter's company. Um, they just had a trading card that came out, tons of interviews, including like Demi Lovato. Like I think things are going to really make a difference culturally, but um, you know, I need to get all of these out of the way before I can go back into fighting. So my, my coach said, I just got back from vacation. We're good to go. We'll start reaching out to people now. But Golden Boy and Eric Gomez in particular have been really great to me. Uh, you know, and I think there's a lot more complex things than just no one's just trying not to fight me. We just had a whole pandemic. Like, the world's been shut down. You know, n- most you feel good about getting a potential fight? I feel good. Yeah, it's going to, I mean, when, when that article came out and the headline, like, my coach and I were like, what? Like, made it seem like there's no hope for me to be, ever get a fight. And I'm like, yeah. I feel really confident that I'm going to have a fight. Yeah. My coach feels confident I'm going to have a fight. Now, is it as easy as another, you know, 1-0 guy coming up? No, that, that's that's being realistic. But there's going to be people that, that will fight me. I know that for a don't. There's no doubt in my mind that I'm going to have another fight. You're uh, as old now as that lady who beat you up in your very first fight. <laughs> how, how many more fights do you want to have? As, as many as this uh, beating a bod can go. You know, I'm, I'm actually feeling, I think the pandemic helped me of having that year where I was forced not to train as much and not to spar as much that I actually feel fresher than I have in a while. You know, even when I fought my, my pro debut, like my hip was killing me. I could barely throw right hands. And, you know, this is the nature of the sport is you just keep pushing through, pushing through until eventually something breaks. And that's what happened with me. But, you know, I don't know how long it'll go, but I feel like as when my coach tells me I'm done and I feel in my heart that I've done everything that I can do in this sport, or if I don't love it anymore, then I'll turn it in. But right now I'm still just too, I love this. I love sparring you, and fighting. Do you think you could beat me up? Of course I do. I'm a fighter. So am I. And I'm sure you think you could beat me up. Well, I don't know about that. I'm not. I, don't, I mean, maybe MMA, but I don't know about. If, I mean, in your actual work, boxing. Yeah, you can I'm, beat me in MMA. I'll right, take you in boxing. Because I'll take though. you down. Yeah. If yeah. you tell me that you're a boxer, I'm not fucking standing with you. I'm yeah, like, I'll be oh, a turtle okay. on the ground. I'll so that be means helpless. if I grab your ankle, you're just gonna fucking freak out. <laughs> like I, I've, I've rolled with boxers. They're, they're claustrophobic. We're specialized. I would like yes. to say. No, yeah, I'm we're not, specialized. I train with Justin Fortune, and every time he ever got me in trouble, I would just put him on the ground and, and get him in a guillotine, and he would tap before I'd put it on. And I'm like, why are you tapping? He's like, I'm claustrophobic. <laughs> I'm like, that is the ultimate jujitsu athlete right there. To be just to get freaked out because someone's holding your head. That's awesome. But I, I getting back to it, you're a, a, almost an Olympian, high level. You're a high level boxer. Obviously, our weight classes are way uh, away from each other. I'm more into uh, not trying to actually fight you. I just want to see how how easy is it for you to land and get out of the way because uh, you've got to be you've got to be way better than me. You've got to be can't be your you can't be a pro boxer. I box a lot, but I'm 49 and I've never been. Uh, no one's ever looked at me as in, hey man, you're a prodigy. I'm not a prodigy. I'm not very good. I would really love to. Like for you to punch me in the face. Let's do it then. Would you do that? Yeah. Because I got a gym upstairs. As long as uh, as long as we're done by like eleven ish. What about I'll give you one minute to punch me in the face and I'll just like try to move. Okay. 
me. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what? But I can't go body shots. No, Why just, not? No, just face. Well, I'm asking because you said punch you in the face. I'm getting uh, you the can full do both. clarity. Okay. Yeah. yeah I it. feel like this is going to be wildly different than when you extended this offer to Ryan Sickler. I would fucking hope so. <laughs> <laughs> For one, I know that he isn't going to get tired in one minute. How much weight do you have on me? I'm 200. 200. Okay. Yeah. I'm about 143 right now. Right. So. But if you're playing a game where I'm not punching, I can't use my weight. It's just more. I just want to see how fast you are. Okay. Uh, and like what skill. I mean, I want to fight anybody who's good. And, and, not, and I know that it's like, hey, we're going to just punch each other in the face. That's not responsible. I get that. That's why I'm just saying, can you move around a little bit and show me how cool it is? Because like, do you know who Dominic Cruz is? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I spied him a few times in the first like maybe two minutes before he started hurting me. <laughs> I was just in awe. Like just watch. I'm like, wow, he's doing the Dominic Cruz to me, like a little foot thing. And then whoop, and I was like, oh, I was, and then I was like, stop celebrating, fucking fight. Like, because I couldn't stop watching the, the, the magic of such a, a great athlete, which I'm sure you are as well. So I just want to be impressed. I can, I can take a shot. I mean, don't fucking try to knock me out, please. <laughs> but yeah, I think I'll be okay. Let me ask you one more question before we, we do that. We were talking earlier about how people just like jump to conclusion. It seems there's a lot of people who think it's just wrong for trans people to compete at the highest levels because, and they don't have real facts to back that up. But I also see a lot of people who want to insist it's, it's totally fine. And I'm not sure that they really have a ton more facts than the other people. I don't ask, I'm not gonna ask you to speak for science or for a community. How do you personally feel? I know this is a crazy question, but do you feel like you're about as good as like, on a scale of one to a hundred out of guys as you were as a female? As in like, let's just say that you were like a, like, okay. Yeah. You were, um, an Olympic. You, you probably would have been on the Olympic team. I think that's fair to say if you hadn't been injured in your fight against, uh, Tierra Brown. Brown. Right. Yeah. Do you she's now a world champion. That's right. Do yeah. you think you beat her twice she's, and she's a world champion. Yeah. You would have beaten her a third time. Even she agrees is probably the case. Do you think you would have been, if you can go back in time and be a 20-year-old having already transitioned, do you think you would have been an Olympic boxer as a man? Yeah, I think so. I mean, maybe I wouldn't even go on for the Olympics. I uh -huh. think the the there's there's so much, you know, I'm not trying to dodge the question, just being realistic, like what the Olympics meant to female boxers when literally that was the first chance ever. And even now, like you would have thought women's boxing has gone further. It still hasn't. Women are still trying to get fights. Women are only allowed to do two-minute rounds. Ten what? rounds max. Yeah, it's stupid. I did not. Yeah. In the UFC, fucking girls fight the same amount of time as a guy. That Well, that is what and women it's way boxers longer. have been trying to argue. They're, they complain, we don't two have knockouts. Minutes. You shaved off a whole minute of a fight. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You get two minutes to knock. That's fucking... Yeah. Like, what about the sweet science of boxing? You're making their sweet science not... Like you took a minute off the round. Yep. Boxing is three minutes. What the fuck are you doing? Well, yep. okay, but that's not unheard of. That is so of. insulting to think it that what really you're saying of women, yeah. women can't do an extra minute of cardio. Yep. Fuck off. But it's not without precedent. For example, female tennis, they've done three rounds while men have done five all these years. I'm, I don't follow tennis closely. I'm not aware of a sustained outcry from women who want to do five instead of three. I know nothing about tennis. So I'm just I saying, yeah, I know yeah, tennis. Yeah, boxing's not the only sport that has Yeah, yeah. There, I mean, it wasn't until the 1970s they let women run in a marathon. Like, they were tackling her. Tennis is like the that. big one where they had a not-so-good male 
play a really good female and he beat the shit out of her. And I don't know if that was in the 70s or the 80s, but from there on out, it's just like... I thought Billie Jean King won. Okay, but if you're talking one. about that one, that guy that... It, these may be two different things. Oh, different ones, Because okay. Billie Jean King was the best te uh, golf tennis player in the world and she played like some dude. I don't even... If he was a pro, he wasn't a pro anymore. He was like 47 years old and he like gave her flowers over... Like he was not taking it seriously. He made it oh. a circus. She did not beat a legitimate right. pro guy. Yeah, I'm like, again, I'm like, I know nothing about Bobby, Bobby Riggs. Is that his name? I, yeah, I, I just remember the bashing of female athletes through tennis because I never thought tennis would be a sound, disrespectful to women sport. Right. You know, they seem pretty uppity and proper. Yeah. But yeah, they definitely have a, uh, it's kind of like golf where people didn't, you know, made those things about Tiger when he first played good. You know, a couple of people were like, where's the chicken or something? Some oh, golf right, players right, said some yeah, shit yeah. like that. I feel like tennis was a little bit like that in the way of um, oh, females. I mean, you know, you give them a, give them a racket, good for them. But you know, pff, did you know fucking Jimmy beat the shit out of the? You know, it's like that thing where they obviously they have more of a uh, 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 less scientific, but more of a factual. Women can't keep up with men, sort of motto. See, that's as a guy that doesn't really play tennis. I've I've always felt like I've heard that from people that are tennis fans. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, aesthetically, I always, I kind of preferred female tennis when I did watch it. Well, especially because Serena and Venus came out. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what ended up being like Serena yeah. and Venus. Well, in the men's game, there's just so much power in the serve. You end up just like watching guys ace each other left and right with women. You get a lot more active Yeah, I'm volume. like, I know nothing beyond right. like boxing and a little bit of MMA. Uh -huh. That's it. But to, to go back to your question before I completely like seem like I'm dodging it. Uh, you know, maybe I would turn pro sooner. Mm -hmm. You know, like it, there's there's more male boxers than there are female boxers. I think that changes certain things. But I do not doubt that I would be a quality boxer at the yeah. elite level. Because, like, you know, that would change this whole dialogue. When you, when you have Olympians, and we'll just use that example since that's what's going on right now, that are all male to female, that's just going to fuel the argument of one side. If there was an equal number of female to male athletes going into the Olympics, then it would be hard to argue that it was an advantage. Yeah. And I think, you know, what ends up happening with, with trans men that are in sports is it's, it's the same token, the, the misogyny that basically anyone that was born and they said, that's a girl is physically inferior to anyone that is born and they said, that's a boy. Like, that's literally what the root of it is. And they say that even no matter I'm on hormones or my skill level, because this isn't even just about being the strongest person. There's plenty of people stronger than me. Mm -hmm. I can still fuck them up. It doesn't yeah. matter because my skill as a boxer is superior to them. All those things get thrown out and we just completely drop people down into their most baseline. Like, there are women out there like Serena Williams. Let's, let's go with the Serena Williams, for example. It, that Basically, people are arguing that any dude who plays a little bit of tennis can beat her because he's a man. No, that doesn't work that way. You know, and I think once we understand that people are so different and mm -hmm. we're so individual and it's case by case by every single person, you know, we will hopefully not want everything to be so basic. People yeah. are just so scared of anything that's in the gray zone as opposed to just black and white. But none of this world is is that easy. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I'm under the impression, like, to use the Serena example one more time, that I, I don't know how she would fare against, like, a top 50 male uh, tennis opponent. But you fought a pro boxing match against a guy, fair and square, same weight division, and you won. Yeah. I think it made a lot of people mad. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people I don't think Serena were... could do what you do. Yeah. I mean, who who knows? I mean, who who knows 
because Venus hasn't or Venus or Serena haven't yeah. had those those opportunities or haven't cared to. Right. Even like what is even the point of that? But I mean, yeah. you know, for me, the fact of the matter is like I'm a man mm -hmm. like straight up. You look at my hormonal range. I'm a man. I go and I spar and I train and I work hard with other men in my gym and I'm treated that way. So every time I step in that ring, there is no difference between me and the other guy other than our histories. But everyone has that difference. Right. You know, I'm I'm the exact same. And I have some unfair advantages over other people because I have such an elite amateur background. Like, that's not fair. A lot of people never had that opportunity either. What's an elite amateur background give you in boxing that, uh, like, if you don't have that? What is this? What Experience. Experience. Because so many fights? I've had, I've had so many fights against so many different styles. Like, most people have never fought, like, a six-foot-tall Chinese fighter. I have. Right. You know? <laughs> that makes a big difference. So you know how to get inside on somebody who's yep. really long. You know, I've, I fought against uh, Southpaw Speedsters, you know, and was able to beat them. Like, I have... And oh, these wow. weren't just people I that... I definitely wanted you to move around. Now. Yeah. <laughs> and these weren't cool. just people that just, like, oh, I'm going to box today. These are people that also trained, worked life. hard, had whole experience. Right. I have all that stored in me like experience is the one thing that can actually nullify people's natural assets and then on top of that like i'm not the greatest athlete in the world i'm not bad i'm also not the weakest athlete in the world i'm strong and i've got a pretty good chin too on top of it like all these things added together means i'm 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 a threat for anyone that steps in there have you been knocked out no i have not yeah you gonna try to do that today to no. me <laughs> no i just want i wonder about the the cte like how you you've had all these years of sparring when you're an amateur and as a as a girl and then you transition to a man and you're saying you spar all the time it's a lot of sparring you seem smart right now but you're you're young but you haven't been knocked out so you have a pretty good chin then yeah, I've got a pretty good chin. Had a good chin as a girl and as a man. Yep. I mean, I'm I'm half Irish. I got this stereotypical Irish half chin. Half Irish. Yep. Yeah, you were fucking born to fight yep. for sure. Yep, definitely was. <laughs> yeah, that's a killer combination. Which, speaking of that, just reminded me, I don't know if you remember this, we were in a, uh, in a Tekken 6 video together way back in 2008, 2009. You were in Tekken? You mean we did the, the commercial. commercial? The commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I did the commercial. They took me to some gym to hit a heavy bag, and Josh Barnett was there. And yep. I remember going, "Shouldn't be here. <laughs> <laughs> you guys shouldn't be filming me." Yeah, we were. We were. I just remember that because I, I think part of my line was like, "You know, I fight for equality. I, um, I fight because I was born to fight." I just remember that right now. We were in that video together. No we, we, way. we weren't in the same. We we missed each other. Okay. But yeah, I was in that. Uh, I was in the video with you. Yeah, well, that's weird. A small circle it comes right. Yeah, down. right. It's funny because I completely lost that that existed in my life. <laughs> yeah, that was one of those things where uh, you get you get really excited because I'm not a real fighter. I'm I mean, I'm a skateboarder that fights, and they were like, "Hey, man, we want to use you as a fighter." And I was like, Are "You sure? You yeah, because I'm not worthy. Uh, even if I am, I get especially when you walk into a gym and fucking Josh Barnett is putting his gloves on. I'm like, eh. You want me to punch in front of him? Eh, I don't really want. I remember like hitting the bag and kicking the bag. And I'm thinking, I wonder if Josh Barnett's like, wow, why is he here? <laughs> yeah, but you're actually, I mean, the thing is you are a legit fighter because you actually fight. Like that is the yeah. definition of fighter. Yeah. Yeah. I, yep. Yeah, I know. I, 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 I am a fighter. I, I'm a fighter, but I wouldn't, I'm not a career fighter after, you know, being Get sanctioned and getting your brain scanned and eye tests and cutting weight twice. 
seeing people really do it as a, as a for a living. I I remember saying to myself, "You wouldn't make it, dude. You wouldn't." This guy, some guy, was arguing that his brain scan was incorrect so that he could fight for five hundred bucks, and I'm like overhearing it, and I'm like, "This is not a. This place is not a fucking place you want to." People think like, yeah, man, fighting, it's not glorious. Like maybe no. <laughs> there's some glamour in the the top three guys, but the rest is it's dirty, man. It's dirty and it's sad and it's it's dark. Yeah. But it's also honest. And that's yep. what I love about it. I mean, that's I think that's why it pulls on people so much, whether yeah. they participate or watch it. There's just there's so much honesty about yeah. this sport. Yep. Yeah, I love the it, the pure honesty and and the and the challenge and the the inner battle. It's not about anybody else. That's why I always think it's weird when everyone, someone tells me like I need to pivot or something on Instagram. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Do you know how much I care about what you say? Like it's my, the, this is my little thing. The yeah, amount of people that come and tell me, well, I think you should this. I'm like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. Like I have excellent coaches. Like, yeah. and also to think that you can look at a video of a fighter and then give them information Top level fighters don't do that. I mean, you yeah. have like a Marcos Maidana, for example. If the someone on a keyboard would be like, "Oh, that guy can't fight because he throws punches all wild," but he's a world champion. He gave Mayweather a hard fight. Like yeah. you know, th- there's so much more to the sport than even following those textbook examples or like guidelines that we're supposed to have. And that's what you know in boxing in particular. We only have so many limited punches, and yet the way everyone throws their punches is completely different. You know. Yeah, I think it's fun. I think it's a part of the game. If you're a really big fan and you want to tell, uh, you know, Lomachenko that his footwork is terrible, you go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to get get pumped on the sport, and if you have to, if it's negative, whatever. I, I mean, to me, I see passion. Like if a fan's like, "Whoa, if photo, that guy doesn't stand a chance," you're an idiot. But that's you love it. You're in, you know me. You know the guy I'm going to fight, and you and you want to have opinions about it. Great. Yeah. See like, you at the fight. I was like, I will choose to ignore any advice they give me. <laughs> yeah. That that is definitely I've I mean, as somebody that was a pro athlete, to have an advice from somebody who has no idea of the sport, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Jason, you mentioned you had some app misadventure that we were gonna get into, but I don't know if we have time if you guys no. are gonna move around a little bit. Yeah, we should probably I just want you to I I got some gloves, I'll put a mouthpiece in and you can I'll run away while you punch me in the face. I just want to see. How, <laughs> I just want to see how quick you are. I think it's going to be exciting. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll tell the story about a masseuse that had no teeth and popped my knee out. Another episode. I'll be looking forward to that. So, I'm, so I'm going to play the end of the show, right? Yeah, this is the end of the show. We'll okay. just edit that in later. So, uh, right, Patricio, yeah, we'll get- thank you so much for coming by. Yeah, where can we find time. you if you want to be? Do you want to be found? I just should mm-hmm. ask. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I feel like at this point, like with social media, I should be found whether I want to be or not. Uh, so my my Instagram is probably the best way. Uh, just know that I'm not going to respond to any of my DMs. It's team underscore Patricio underscore manual. Did you just sound Spanish for a second? Uh, probably the way just I pronounced it. Uh, my, my, my Can you name, speak Spanish? Very little. It's oh. pretty poor. But I, I've been in Mexican gyms basically for the past like 15 years. That's how I got. I was just going to go by Pat. Because I thought it was funny from the Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah, so, nice. And then someone else was like, no, they started calling <laughs> wow. me Patricio. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll choose that one. Like, that'll, that'll be my legal name. But I, yeah, that's why I, that was my original name was just going to be Pat. That's awesome. Just to yeah. embrace lean, the lean, jokes lean so into hard. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get yeah, it so. before people can. Because, I mean, you know, the amount of insults, I'm like, man, it's just boring. People yeah. don't even try. 
when they give me insults. I'm like, at least make some effort. Give me something original. Insults. We can do better, people. Come on. (laughs) Thanks for being on the show, dude. All right. Thanks for having me. Don't die. If you want more Jason Ellis show, sign up for their Patreon at patreon.com slash ellismate for a two-hour show every Tuesday and Wednesday. To watch full episodes of The Jason Ellis Show, subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash The Jason Ellis Show. And don't forget to follow the crew on Instagram at Wolfmate, at Tollywood, at Kevin Craft, at Underwear Wolf, and at The Jason Ellis Show. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Hold up. Just got a new sale. Whoa. Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level or on top of the world. Whether you're selling carrot beaters or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash podcast 22. Shopify.com slash podcast 22.